Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Apparently, Falwell's found love at a pool in Miami. And that story keeps being told. And we keep talking about it here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Good afternoon. Happy hump day, you guys. We made it to a pew, 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 pew. We made it to hump day. And I'm sorry, we're going to get real humpy right at the top of the show because Holly, I'm Bradley Trainer, by the way. Colleen will be back tomorrow. Grant's with us. And Holly, we have to continue chatting about the Jerry Falwell Chronicles. Um, things are getting real weird real fast. And I thought this story, maybe we'd talk about it on Monday. Then I was like, okay, well, we've got some cleanup on aisle two on Tuesday. Turns out no, even bigger developments. Here we are three days into this pop culture story, entertainment story, tragedy story, political story, blah, blah, blah story. We're still talking about it. There is still so much. Again, for the listener who may just be joining us, Holly, you want to just give like a little thumbnail of what we're really talking about and then I'll give some updates? Sure. So what we've been talking about the past couple of days, this is a story that we've known about for years but this weekend the story came it was out. alleged Monday, for years alleged, we should yeah, say alleged for years now alleged for years legitimate journalistic outlets had been reporting on the fact about this affair that we didn't know all the details about this this affair between jerry falwell jr the former president of liberty university his wife becky and who we've been calling the pool boy because this guy was a legitimate pool boy at the fontainebleau miami now there's a lot of business dealings going on. I, I mean, where do we even begin, Bradley? Long story short, Jerry Falwell Jr. has resigned from Liberty University because of the story that John Carlo took to Reuters on Monday, publishing details about their mm, relationship. And so then Jerry Falwell Jr. ultimately decided to resign. But that was not before he was on leave because of these other photographs that were taken Maybe last month, Bradley, would you say that's when those... I'm talking about the one with his belly out and his pants. Yeah, that was... um, I don't... Time is being squished together, but I would say in the last month or so, the only time most people would have been paying attention sort of uh, in a broad sense to Jerry Falwell is these stories about him, or this story rather about him with his gut hanging out and his pants unzipped with another woman on their boat, seemingly drunk. He calls into a radio show to explain himself. After taking the photos down, also sounds drunk. Again, this is a man who runs a university we're in, and we'll get to more detail of of this in a moment. Men and women can't be in the same space together very often, and they're not allowed to dance together, much less drink or smoke. So that was shocking, which put him on a temporary leave. And then, then, out of nowhere, the story of this pool boy, which has been out there, lots of allegations, he's never addressed it. All of a sudden, on Monday, Jerry Falwell addresses it. 
says that his wife had an affair with this guy. It's really uh, unfortunate, but they forgave each other, and uh, now they're moving on. This guy, oh, by the way, the pool boy is trying to extort him and his family, and so in an attempt to get ahead of the story, he's just going to tell the truth. Lo and behold, five minutes later, Reuters, as you mentioned, publishes an expose laying out in all detail, according to the pool boy himself, how this relationship went down. And it wasn't an affair between his wife and him. It was an affair between his wife and him while the husband, that is Jerry Falwell, watched. Yeah. And this literally, literally watched in a corner. And this wasn't just a one-time tryst. This wasn't... Becky Falwell getting spicy on vacation and daring to ask the pool boy to come up and have some afternoon delight while good old Jer watches in the corner. Now, this was an on-again, off-again affair for over the course of about eight years, where this pool boy would meet them at certain resorts. He would fly up to their farm in Virginia. So, by all means, they had an ongoing intimate relationship with john carlo the pool boy so this it's not just a one-off affair this was an actual i would argue to say a relationship so then very quickly jerry falwell leaves uh, liberty university saying like "Ah, i'm gonna resign and there was some confusion yesterday but essentially at the end of the day we learned that jerry falwell jr would be resigning from liberty university he then compared his plight to that of martin luther king jr and i'm not even making this up He quoted Martin Luther King Jr.'s free at last quote and said that he was free at last and grateful to be free from all of the drama. Turns out, not free from the drama because today, and that's where we find the story, the third day, talking about it here on the Colleen and Bradley show anyway, because we love to go deep in the shallow on a train wreck. He, it turns out, Jerry Falwell might be getting a big, fat, golden parachute uh, from Liberty University. So by stepping away and saying he was, quote, free at last, well, free to collect $10.5 million from Liberty. Right, Holly? Woof. Yeah, so this is according to a source at the Wall Street Journal saying that Jerry Falwell Jr. is due $2.5 million. So that's about two years of his salary at the university, plus a one-time payment of about $8 million. That's because this was all part of a contractual clause giving Falwell full pay if he resigned with restricted responsibilities. So long story short, Jerry had himself a contract. And now Jerry has himself getting paid. Yeah. So it's not a surprise that he would step away so quickly because no. what's he going to lose now? He doesn't have the responsibility of being an upstanding citizen who's supposed to follow rules, uh, which, by the way, we'll get to in just a moment because um, it's just so shocking. There's a lot of them. There's so many. Um, so he gets to walk away with a big fat paycheck. So, and then he doesn't have to do anything. Good, you know. He's like, oh, it's really okay. Also, also today, his wife has spoken finally. She broke her silence. Becky Falwell broke her, broke, broke her silence. <laughs> And she doubles down on her husband's lie. So Jerry Falwell said that she had an affair with this pool boy. He was not involved. And Becky, it turns out, speaking to the Associated Press, said that um, that that was absolutely the case, that she had an extramarital affair, which was both embarrassing yet humbling, and reiterated that Jerry was not involved in any way. And could you just read what Becky then goes on to say about her relationship with her husband now, 
Holly. Well, Brett, I think... And by the way, she's saying this of a man who is about to collect a $10 million payout. So continue. I think, Bradley, <laughs> the part of the statement that you want me to read from Becky Falwell is saying that she and her husband, Jerry, are more in love than ever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could go on because she does go on. I don't know if I want to go on and what she has to say. We have this. St- oh, no, please do oh, read it or okay. I will. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Because we're just going all in. We're just going. We're going deep in the shallow. We've got the floaties on our arms. Here's a quote from Becky Falwell to the Associated Press yesterday. Quote, we have the strongest relationship and Jerry is the most forgiving person I've ever met. It's a shame that Christians can't give us the same forgiveness that Christ gave us. So what I find interesting about this is that she is attacking the people, not not like the general public, right? Like those of us who are sitting out here just going, okay, well, that's kind of kinky and weird. What are you guys getting up to? You know, but it's a free country, although I don't know that your best job then if you want to have, you know your husband in the corner while you're, you know, with the pool boy. I don't know if, like, the head of a Bible college is probably your best move. It's America, whatever. Um, But she seems to be going after the very people who, um, you know, her husband and Liberty University um, are leading. Also in that quote, going back to what Jerry Falwell Jr. did earlier this week, essentially throwing his wife under the bus saying it's all her fault. She's, that's the thing he right? doubles and she, she doubles down on that she doubles down on him throwing her under the bus she takes full responsibility for the fact that um his career has now ended do you, question now do yeah. you guys think that she's doing this to save like the potential like she could see the right in the wall that this may ruin all of their their elite status their money you know so yeah. it's better for her to lie Absolutely. and go along with the lie so that she can somehow save their whatever yes in yeah. life their money I, don't I, know. I think you're absolutely right i mean they obviously sat down and said and i don't know if he said to her look here's the option the option is we tell this story and we don't look as you know crazy mm-hmm. and we don't open ourselves up to as much consternation from the outside world and we'll get through this and she was like okay well i'd rather do that i'd rather look like the the fool in this scenario and still have you know my family my money my home you know like everything that they have around them i'm sure to her that was the the path of least resistance mm-hmm. which makes it even more ridiculously awful like in, like you said insulting to everybody that she's apologizing to yeah to all of us mm-hmm. it's like you two are look even more phony in this whole process right. i'm sorry i ugh. well because the whole well, and one of the issues here and as bradley has said and as we said all week it's not what you did fine you wanted to sleep with the pool boy and have jerry watch great Mm -hmm. but there's a lot more to this story that has to do with the money that they gave the pool boy for business ventures not only the pool boy but the guy there's there's a whole other story there's a hot personal trainer who Uh, comes into the story and Mm. um this story look here's the thing we uh are going to go talk to our friend elizabeth reese but we're going to continue this conversation uh, later in the show, because I want to tell you what Giancarlo Granda, that's the pool boy himself, is saying, which basically disproves everything Becky and before that Jerry tried to say about this relationship. I mean, he pulls the receipts. There is literally a voicemail or not a voicemail, uh, a phone recording conversation between the three of these people 
which disproves anything that Jerry Falwell and his wife are trying to get you to believe. Oh. So we'll do that later in the show. But when Yay. we come back, other breaking news from our good friend Elizabeth Reese right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood and beyond, I'm sure it's our very good friend, Elizabeth Reese. Good afternoon, Elizabeth. Good afternoon, my friends. Nice to be with you on this fine afternoon. And also with you. I knew you were going to say that. Um, (laughs) Sad for Steven Spielberg, who lost his father, Mm. Arnold Spielberg. His dad died at the age of 103, though. I mean, what an amazing... That is a long-ass life. Life, yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg was with his father on the night of his passing, and he said, you are are our hearth you are our home that's what he said to his father um and he also said of his father who was an electrical engineer at general election or general electric for a while he said when i see a playstation when i look at a cell phone from the smallest calculator to an ipad i look at my dad and and i say my dad and a team of geniuses started that that's pretty cool that is sweet it is interesting to think about you know someone who passes away at the age of 103 how technology has evolved since what they were used to as a child compared to now. It's like light years. Well, I just think of my own grandparents, my grandmother in particular, she was born, I mean, she passed away uh, in the early 2000s, but she was born in the early 1900s because she lived well into her 90s. Mm -hmm. And I mean, literally, they didn't have plumbing when Mm -hmm. she was born. Right. And then she left the earth when we had like you know robots on Mars, I know <laughs> it's so strange. It's a lot it's happens crazy. in a hundred yes. years, and I think you know with Steven Spielberg's relationship with his dad, I know that he kind of worked through some of the drama with that through his movies, mm-hmm. like in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade with Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, and a lot of father son relationships in Steven Spielberg movies. So if you notice that, he kind of works through his relationship through his movies. Isn't that interesting? Uh, Steven Spielberg was also, from a very young age, very interested in learning and innovation. Um, Apparently, when he was six, he turned his family's attic into a makeshift lab and crafted inventions and would invite his friends over to hold on to the electrodes of a shock machine he made out of wiring batteries together. (laughs) And they also, um, you know, of course, in their family, had a real love of storytelling in general. Steven Spielberg has three sisters, Anne, Nancy, and Sue, and they issued a joint statement saying their father taught them to love, to research, expand their mind, keep their feet on the ground, but reach for the stars and look up. And I do think that's so interesting. You know, that sort of bit of innovation um that when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Steven Spielberg's dad did for General Election, uh, General Electric. I don't know why. Do I have election on the brain or something? Well, it's, going you know, close. That? it's Is that what's causing my stress? Um, and but then think of what that seed sowed in his son that then we have all mm-hmm. experienced. And think about the ripples that it's affected yes. each of our lives, right? Because totally. his effect has gone so much more beyond the individual. Yeah, I know. Fascinating. Cameron Diaz has um, wine out. And here's the thing, guys. It has gotten the lowest rating in a survey of celebrity-owned brands. Oh, no. She launched this white wine. It's an organic wine. It's called Aveline. And she launched it last month with an entrepreneur named Catherine Power. Um, It's a clean wine is what they're calling it. But it was voted least favored of five celebrity white wines (laughs) in a survey of nearly 400 households during a celebrity white wine showdown. I love that virtually. we are in a world that we can have celebrity wine showdowns. Right. Also, was anyone asking for a Cameron Diaz wine? No one was, but maybe she wanted to make her own wine. Do you want to hear the other celebrity wines that you could buy? Yeah. yeah. Sting and Trudy Stylers, Il Palagio, Roxanne, Toscana, Bianco, 2018. A lot of words. And Dave <laughs> Matthews, who came out with the Dreaming Tree Chardonnay 2018, they were tied for first place wow. of the five surveyed at 26% approval cool are any of the three of you winos yeah i love wine yeah i mean mean, i'm pregnant so i'm not drinking now but yeah (laughs) um normally i love a glass of wine and i love like knowing about the wine i love wine tasting i love going to vineyards i love all of it the other uh panelists uh it's something that i would say that i would like if i wanted to feel fancy but you know not so much. Not so much. Brant. I'm along. I'm with Holly there. Just if a uh, special occasion, I drink my white wine with ice. There you That's go. Okay. Because oh I always, I always wonder. Like I didn't uh, when I drank wine was not my thing. I whenever I needed to get wine, I would just look for the pretty bottle. See, that's okay though. <laughs> it's all about the labeling. Yeah, like, Lisa totally. Vanderpump has a Vanderpump Chardonnay um, that came in third, and then Zach Brown, his wine came in fourth. Zach Brown's Z. Hmm. Okay. Z. Alexander Brown uncaged. I mean, hey, every once in a while, why not? Like, let's, let's uh, try a celebrity wine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have George Clooney's tequila at my exactly. house. I'm not about. I think there's some Wayne Gretzky whiskey down there in the liquor cabinet. I don't know what's going on. There, I need like the Zac Efron Cavita. I need the non-alcoholic celebrity drinks. You know, our wine expert on Twin Cities Live says though, if if it tastes good to you, then drink it. Like yes. you don't have to think too much about it. That's Ted Farrell's wide wise words that he's he loves like teaching us about wine and talking about wine and having fun with it. But at the same time, he's like, if you like it, then drink it, and if you like it on ice, then drink it. Whatever, Grant. Yep. There's no shame in your game. Right? Um, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise's daughter, Bella, shared a rare selfie. She's a 27-year-old artist. She usually posts photos of her artwork, but she shared an image of herself wearing a black cap and jacket while looking into a mirror. And it said on the caption, all that glitters is gold. Oh, wait, it's just another Instagram filter. And she put gold sparkles. Is she a Scientologist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very. Yeah, she Mm -hmm. and Connor... Um, They're the ones that were sort of like like separated from Nicole. Separated from Nicole, from their mother, who Tom and Nicole adopted together. And then um, basically she became, what is that that persona non grata thing that they say? Suppressive person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she became, Nicole became an SP when they were out. Um, And you'll remember that Tom and Nicole split when Bella was just eight years old. And it is still believed that they have a strained relationship with their mother because 
of their devotion to Scientology. So sad. Yeah. It's very, very sad. Yep. I mean, anything in your life that would separate you from people who love you, that just seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Leah Remini said in her book that when she shared a taxi with Bella and Connor once, they asked if she'd asked if they'd seen their mother, and Bella said, not if I have a choice. Our mom is a bleeping SP. Oh, God. No. I'm sorry I left you with that. I should have left oh. you with the wine. I oh. messed up the order there. Well, you know yeah. what? We're just going to have to turn on Twin Cities Live today and see your beautiful face. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, recompense. friends. Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> if you want to call right now to play the 30-second pop culture challenge, five questions. 30 seconds, you could win a prize. 651-641-106. Well, we're going to rain some big-ass prizes on you if you get the 30-second pop culture challenge right in just a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. And uh, don't forget to download us on your app so you can listen to all your favorite shows whenever you want or live, and you can win great prizes. Speaking of prizes, let's do that 30-second pop culture challenge. 30. Oh, Grant, do you want to do that? I... <laughs> My apologies. That's all good. 30 seconds. 30 second pop culture challenge. And Grant, I am a boob and forgot the name of the person who's calling. <laughs> no, so will you tell us who It's our... Drew from Morris, Minnesota. All right. And what, Holly, is Drew playing for today? Drew is pe- playing for a My Talk 1071 t-shirt. All right, Drew, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I sure am. All right. Well, the timer will begin after Holly asks the first question. All right. Here we go, Drew. Which celebrity chef had the catchphrase, bam? Uh, um... Oh, dear God. Uh, Start that timer. New Orleans. Uh, Jesus Christ. Emerald. Can... Uh, Emerald. Ah, there you go. Which celebrities starred in the reality show The Simple Life? Uh, Paris Hilton. And? And Nicole Richie. Chris Hemsworth plays what character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Which Chris? Hemsworth. Uh, you can pass. Four. All right, which celebrity oh. had the nickname the King of All Media? Uh, Howard Stern. Oh, oh, so wow. close, Drew. Oh, thanks for, oh, thanks thank for you playing. So, thank you so much for trying your best, Drew. No worries, though. You can always call back tomorrow, as can every single other person listening, if they want to play uh, and try their own hand at the 30-second pop culture challenge. Okay, let's answer I think he got all the other ones right eventually, but uh, we didn't get a chance to ask him the fifth question. Holly, uh, who starred in the title role on the 90s sitcom The Nanny? That would be Fran Drescher. All right. Well, better luck next time, Drew. Now, and uh, forgive me, Grant, if you would be so kind Mm -hmm. to transition us to our next little segment that we love. It's called Blinded by the Item. Got it. This is where we solve celebrity gossip mysteries in the form of blind items. Now, I'm not sure Hi. if one down to me. Hi, guys. Hey, Donna. Hi. Are you ready to solve some celebrity gossip mysteries? You know it. Yeah, all right. Here's our first one. Try to solve this. You would think the former Disney actress would never need to yacht again with that kind of income rolling in. But she's getting massive offers now, unlike anything she's ever seen before in yachting. It's also going to lead to dozens of celebrities, especially Mm. reality stars, getting naked 
and making burn. Oh, no. You know who this is. Is it Lindsay? No. The former Disney star. <clears throat> all right. All right. I might need a little help. I'm sorry. Okay. So the key here is, and Holly, I'm just going to give her hints. I hope you're fine with that. Yes. Uh, the key here is she's getting all sorts of offers. Um, but here's the thing. Well, first of all, think about who maybe just went public with something that was very kind of porny or porn adjacent, mm-hmm. a major celebrity. Oh. Making headlines. I think I just saw this yesterday and I can't remember her name. It's not like an Ashley Tisdale. No. no. She's actually, she's been in our very own studio, the <gasps> studio you're in right now. That's she sat right. there and she actually sat there with uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Are you any closer, or is no. that just your? I, I'm. I'm uh, playing for time. <laughs> I, give me. Can you give me some initials? B. Okay. T. Mm. Not Bradley Trainer. No. But, and it's and it's a okay. Ba 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 ba. Yes. Thank you. I did just see this. Ding for Donna. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> you got there eventually. Got so there. let me fill in the blank. So you would think that Bella Thorne would never need to yacht again with that kind of income rolling in, making a million dollars in 24 hours on OnlyFans. But Bella Thorne is getting massive offers unlike anything she's ever seen before in yachting. And it's also going to lead to dozens of celebrities, especially reality stars, getting naked and making porn. I knew th- this is like this is the future, Donna. Why is she doing this? Wasn't she in the hu- not the Hunger Games Twilight? Sure. Okay. I think she was. I do- I'm not the Bella Thorne expert. I think she was a vampire lady person. Well, she was an actor. <laughs> Shake it up. The babysitter blended. I don't think. Mm, okay. No. Okay. But what the blind item is saying is because Bella Thorne was so successful in her OnlyFans launch that this is going to lead to other celebrities, particularly reality stars, and maybe tapping into that fandom. Well, mm. and she wouldn't. She's actually technically not the first because what was the the Bachelorette Bachelor guy? Uh, I don't know which Chad. Chad. <laughs> That narrows it down. No, literally, his name no, is his Chad. Chad. Chad Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, appropriate, appropriate, right? Yeah. Chad Johnson <laughs> was showing more than his Johnson on OnlyFans. In fact, he was like doing the full-on sexy sex with his lady, I think, and that was before she like. Didn't he end up getting arrested for domestic violence? I mean, it I was. I think a he hot did. Are right, is OnlyFans? I don't know why I thought this was like one of those things where like fans will call and sing happy birthday. No, that's cameo. <laughs> oh, what is OnlyFans? That oh, sounds girl. weird. Oh, Donna. Is it? It's dirty, naughty stuff. It so it's be. actually genius. I think OnlyFans is brilliant mm-hmm. because I mean, for a number of reasons, but mostly because. It allows the content creator to make the the money off their own content. Think of it as like dirty Twitter. Yep. That you have to pay (laughs) for. (laughs) Okay. So like it's think of like you have like a Twitter feed of dirty content that the person's the the person who has the account publishes. Why? Yeah. So they get to make money off their own stuff versus like going to work for some sure. big studio. Cut it's, out the middleman. Yeah. Yes. 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 Exactly. And, and so, hey, it's 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, okay. You know, if you get X amount of subscriptions at ten bucks a pop, that's going to add up real fast. She made fast. a million dollars in a day. I, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of horny people out there. <laughs> okay, so does it have to be horny stuff? No. no. Like, can we do this? Yes. yes. 
Oh, but if you told your mother that you had an OnlyFans or your father or your family members, they would look askew at you because they would assume (laughs) that you were publishing. Yeah, you can't be like parents wouldn't. They'd be like, oh, you're doing something for the fans. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can't invite Uncle Jer on the OnlyFans. If Uncle Jer is paying for your OnlyFans. Thanksgiving's going to be real awkward. Real awkward. Oh, it was awkward for me. I asked her, I'm like, what is this only? Yeah, she had to break it down for me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. so am I, what does it say about Holly and I that we are you're dirty, You're dirty birdies. No, I, I love the idea. I'm all on board. I just didn't really dabble yeah. with it before. So I think I'm with you, Bradley. More power to you. Yeah. All yeah, do make, make your, your money. money. Make your money. Do yeah. it however you want to express Girls yourself. Girls got to eat. Yeah, go for it. I just I have am. no clue. Okay, me either. Should we do another blind item? Yes. All right, roll that beautiful bean footage. Another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. Here we go. This A-minus list celebrity slash network reality star from a celebrity family is living with a husband and wife as part of a thruple. What? <laughs> Ooh, a three B, if you will. Three B. Okay, so it's calls it a three. I'm going to call it a three B. So, okay, it's in a family. 3B. Okay, an A minus three B in the Bean, starring James. Okay, no, please don't. Ooh, please do not, Holly. Okay, celebrity A minus list. So this has got to be one of the Kardashian peoples. No. Oh. Uh. Oh. So an A minus list celebrity slash network reality star. Wh- oh, why, network why reality. Is it, I heard. Oh yeah, network reality. Why is it a slash? Does that mean they they are something in their own right beyond their net- network reality status? Yes. Ah. <gasps> Maybe it's. Oh, you said A minus list. I was thinking of like a, a Julianne Huff. Or somebody who's an, oh, a judge. I actually like that. Donna, give yourself a ding. Congratulations. Ah! I what? just, when you said that, I was like, I think you're on to something. Okay, Word. read it. Weird. Oh, my gosh. Julianne Hoff is living with a husband and wife as part of a thruple. Yes! Well, this explains why she and her wackadoodle ex... Um, are no more. Okay, do, do we, who's saying, who's, who, what? who's the husband and wife? I have no idea. Oh, so they're nobodies. Yeah, I don't think they're anyone of any celebrity note. She's probably just telling people she's staying with friends. I bet it's that guy who like was most like was like helping her writhe around on that massage chair and um. Oh in yeah, when she was like yeah. Oh, the the um energetic air humping. Yeah, she that's her thing. That's her business now. What is it called? Oh, Kinergy. Kinergy, right. Oh, but there's okay. a doctor behind that. Oh, maybe it's the doctor friends. Mm-hmm. Doctor Feelgood and his wife. Now, interestingly enough, now it also could be her brother Derek. I think it's either Julianne or Derek. Well, there are rumors oh. about him too. Yeah, because Julianne is currently up in Idaho. Hanging out mm-hmm. probably with Brooks Lake. She's on vacation in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, taking a picture of herself in a bikini. She was with her family, though, which, by oh. the way, they all creepily look very similar. It's yeah. one of those families, um, which, like my family, none of us look anything alike. But, um, hmm. okay. All right. Good talk, guys. <laughs> no, see, I want to go do some investigating. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that was weird. All right. Thanks, Donna. Oh, man. That goes by so fast. I know. I wish you could come back and do it again. Oh, do you want me to? Not tomorrow. Okay, then someday. Yeah, someday. All right, guys. Thanks, Donna. Bye, thanks, thanks, Donna. All right. When we come back from blind items to, oh... If I could turn back time. Oh, Cher's got some tea. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. See that she's been spilling about Britney Spears and we'll tell you why when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Oh, Cher has got some opinions about Britney Spears. It's about time, and we are thankful you'll hear why in mere moments on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live, doing everything entertainment. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts along with Grant today. Colleen will be back tomorrow. Um, Holly, um, I would like to make some more share puns, but I don't even really have time for that because I need to know more about why Cher is speaking out now, finally, finally, about Britney Spears. Whoa! That was a bad Cher. It was like I'm a Mr. So- Ed Cher. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yakety yak goes Cher on social media. So we're going to talk about this headline a little bit later on in the show, but Cher retweeted a story about Britney Spears' sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, making a move to control Britney Spears' assets. So that's the headline. We're going to go deep into the shallow and then in the third hour today in the show. But Cher tweeted out the following, and I'm going to interpret this the best that I can in the way that Cher actually types. Here we go. Oh, good. She worked hard, was the golden goose, made lots of money bags, money bags, got sick. Now she's the cash cow. Does anyone who's making money bags offer being sick want her well? Someone who doesn't want anything from her should look into her doctor and her meds. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> Is it a duck? I, so sh- says Cher. I love Cher. Mostly yeah. I love Cher on Twitter. And if you're not following Cher on Twitter, I have literally said this for years. <laughs> you are missing out because Cher on Twitter is amazing and you don't have to even agree with her much less understand what she's saying on twitter but it will bring you a certain amount of joy so essentially holly sort of shares what she's saying in this tweet will share translate so yeah. essentially what share is saying is everything that the free britney movement has been saying for the past couple of years britney spears works hard she's made a lot of money for her family and now when she comes into she comes into a crisis point in her life and then she becomes the cash cow through the family conservatorship. And 
Cher is questioning all of those people who are making money off of Britney Spears' labor through the conservatorship. They're, she is actually questioning, do people want her to be well? Do they want her to recover enough so she no longer has to be under a conservatorship? Cher is also saying that people should look into Britney Spears' doctors and her medication. So No, what I love about this is like Cher will show up to an issue and you're like, yes, see? And it's like when you're, it's kind of like you know we've reached a certain level of awareness in the general public when Cher weighs in because she's kind of your mom. Yeah. Right? Like your mom has not been going deep in the shallow on Britney Spears and the conservatorship very often. But at a certain point, that story will make it to her, you know, good housekeeping issue or, you know, whatever... I don't know, whatever media outlet your mother's paying attention to, where she'll see a story on Britney and she'll be like, have you heard about what's going on with Britney? And you're like, yeah, mom, I've been talking about it on my show for the last year. Yeah, once Welcome it, to the club. Once it hits Closer magazine, yeah. you know we have reached full media but saturation I, but you are in some sense grateful for share uh, finally like uh, figuring it out because she has such a large platform and when share screams about something on twitter you guys like people actually pay attention but bradley wait there's more oh tell me <laughs> so this is on the oh airhorn yeah Cher also tweeted the following. So this is on the same Twitter thread. Someone named Mo, have no idea who Mo is. Anyways, they tweeted the following. She, Brittany, has been working here in Las Vegas doing show after show. As she can work day in and day out, she can control her own affairs. Which we've said for years. Yes, it is sad that they take advantage of her and the court should help free her from these greedy family members. Well, Cher replied. Cher replied with this. Everyone in Vegas heard stories. I love this. And she capitalizes stories because, you know, those stories are real good mm-hmm. and juicy. Yeah. I also love that she capitalizes every letter or every word in her tweets. Mm-hmm. It I don't know why, but she does. No, I love this. And tell the stories, Cher. Like, you can't just leave us hanging with everyone in Vegas heard stories. Like what? Hello. We want to know. Right. So what this says to me now that we have reached a certain level. Now, going back, we've talked about this a little bit before on the Colleen and Bradley show via our friend NT Lawyer and via blind items that Britney Spears's people actively reach out to high-profile celebrities who dare to talk about free Britney stuff and essentially tell them to shut down the conversation. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to do business with us. Otherwise, maybe we're going to be threatening you behind the scenes via your management, via your agents. Or just appealing to their celebrity. Like, "Mm, you're a celebrity. You realize how important your you know audiences and how appealing uh the things you say can be you know this is really just not happening and it's not helpful would you mind you know wink 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 nudge nudge maybe take that down so what i will be curious to see is if she backtracks on any of this and if she does then you know somebody got to her in the way that they've gotten to other celebrities right right took some screenshots of these tweets when i first saw them understanding that understanding that perhaps Britney Spears's people have discussions with Cher's people, and then Cher would ultimately take down this tweet. But so far, it's been up for 10 hours. It's still here. Both the initial tweet and the reply. I will and- be curious to see how this goes, because Cher saying something is not nothing. Right. I mean, the woman has 3.8 million followers. She's not the only one who has a take, though, right? 
Right. On Brittany. Her old friend Paris Hilton is talking. Oh, what does Paris Hilton say? Paris Hilton seems to also be with the Free Britney movement. So Paris Hilton out doing press for her new documentary that's going to be on YouTube in a couple of weeks. She was talking to Entertainment Tonight and she was asked about the Free Britney movement and the recent court hearings because remember Paris Hilton and Britney Spears at one point in time in the early 2000s were partying on the Sunset Strip and flashing things. They were flashing some things. Yeah. Here's what Paris had to say. She said, it breaks my heart that people have so much control over her. It's not fair to be an adult and be treated like a child. I can't imagine having to live my life like that. Exactly. Here, here. Thank you, Paris Hilton. Thank you, Cher. More shall be revealed. I'm telling you, when all when we are at the um, pop culture retirement home, we will be vindicated because the real story will come out, and we'll be reading that you know the chapter in that book. Cannot wait. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, from Cher to the thing you've ditched. During the pandemic, tell us what you've ditched. Pants? Bras? Holly's got a story for us. We'll find out more when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 